0: We encourage staff participation here. We're a small staff, but we're a close staff. Our sales manager in Calgary, Jimmy Two Tables, has a really big problem with your top five—that his Denver Broncos are not in it. I said, if you find the Ra- or the
1: Broncos on anybody's top five, I'll pull my pants down on national television. <laughs> Please don't—and you know, take it or whatever. It is a spanking. They, or? Yes, they were twentieth.
0: This is the Rod Peterson Show it's the rp show happy uh, wednesday canada and canadian sports fans around the world welcome to the rp show yeah we're coming to you live from calgary alberta the sheridan eau claire market suites to be exact uh, i'm in beautiful downtown calgary on a beautiful day the moose remains in the bunker back in the sweatpants capital and moose why don't you ask me
1: how things are going to. as we. Uh, I want to. <laughs> you want, want to? Don't you? Yes. Yeah. Tell me what has happened in the last 10 minutes. Do you want the good news or do you want the
0: bad news? Uh, I didn't know there was both. Yeah, well, the bad news is 10 minutes ago, my mic stand calved, as we say, just like this. So I'm sitting here holding a microphone. I think I can handle it after a few odd shows uh, on the. I think I can handle that. All right. Um, that's, that's the bad. I don't know how long this is going. I might have to call maintenance here at the Sheridan-Eau Claire Market Suites, and I'm sure that they would help me out because they've been unbelievable as we broadcast the first of two straight days here in the foothills. Do you want the good news? Of course, of course, of course. The pre-show played the best of uh, yesterday's highlight, where I talked about uh, the Calgary Stampeders running this contest where you can win an autograph bowl, By Mitchell jersey, and it's open to everybody except Calgary Stampeders employees and me. We all know that. So long, about 45 minutes ago, probably, the phone rang in my luxurious suite here. And it was, Mr. Peterson, good morning. There's a package for you from the Calgary Stampeders. So I went down to the front desk, tore open the package, and there it was. The sign, Bo Levi Mitchell jersey. And I have it right here. I don't know if the guys have uh, pulled the uh, photos of it, Clark. You can from various social media feeds, Facebook, Twitter. Instagram. This is it. There, there you go. So I went outside. I ripped this jersey out of the package, Moose. And the, the uh, concierge. He, l- listen, man. The concierge. Looked at it. This, this was him. Bo Levi. <laughs> that was his thing. Wow. They're all excited. Oh, I know. I know, right? So, God's honest truth. Hand to God. I've actually got a couple of Bo Levi Mitchell signed jerseys coming my way. This is one. And then a good friend of mine, Jonathan Anderson, who used to work for the Stampeders, he now hosts the Sea of Dead podcast. He's got another jersey coming. So I'm sitting here going, I don't really want to give this thing up. And my God, it's I'm paying enough for it. So I don't really want to give it up. So I might just hang on to this thing. What do you think? That's unbelievable. I mean,
1: it looks, it actually looks really good. I don't know what to say. I mean, I know, right? Yeah, I know.
0: I mean, when it, when it you come to weird, Calgary, it feels weird. <laughs> well, when you come to Calgary, you wear red flame stamps, dinos, you name it. Um, but I don't know. This feels good. And it just so happens that the Rough Riders are playing the Stampeders on uh, Saturday, 745 p.m. Mountain kickoff. So. Yeah, we'll get into all of that because this is the warm-up for Ecole Electric. Uh, Coming up on the program today in Hour 1, Jason Greger from TSN 1260 Edmonton's going to chat about this hot Oilers start. They're 3-0. And in Hour 2, Jamie Thomas, the radio color commentator of the Winnipeg Jets, uh, they're 0-3. Forget about the fact that it was an overtime loss. I get that. It's 0-3, and and panic reigns in the Manitoba capital. Jamie Thomas will be joining us to talk about that. So those are our guests today. Are you ready, Moose, for the Quick 6 Show uh, horn? Let her rip Uh, please. Oh, not only did my mic stand, Cav, but I kicked my coffee all over. How about that? This coffee swishing Uh around at my feet here. Yeah, so it's one of those days. Let's focus on the positive. Uh, and that is the Calgary Stampeders coming through with a signed Bold Levi Mitchell jersey, which, by the way, if I can go a little further on that, let me just say one of the Stampeders people said, Is this going to cause a problem? Like, what are you doing with this thing? <laughs> and I said, No, no, no. I'm speaking tonight at a corporate event, I'm giving it away as a giveaway, a door prize at the end. It's all good. And I said, I think everybody would like us to get over this feud. And, uh, but incidentally, as has been pointed out today by Steve Johnson on Twitter, today's the four-year anniversary of the famed Bo Levi shut-your-mouth call.
1: Wow. Four years ago today.
0: That's crazy. Let's move on. Point one. Where are the Winnipeggers? And I don't have my comments up yet. So maybe, Darren, you might want to read what the Jets fans are saying. I'm going to read the summary of the wild game in St. Paul, Minnesota last night. Joel Erickson-Eck had a hat trick for Minnesota, tying the game with 59 seconds remaining in regulation and winning it on a power play in overtime to stun the Winnipeg Jets 6-5 Tuesday night in the NHL. Erickson-Eck, who signed an eight-year, $42 million contract this summer, scored the equalizer just 15 seconds after an empty netter by the Jets' Mark Scheifele was wiped, out by an offside call that came from a replay challenge by minnesota instead of taking a two goal lead into the locker room the jets were suddenly on their heels as the wild finished the third with an 18-5 shots advantage josh morrissey was called for holding in uh, overtime kirill kaprizov uh, was the um, target of that gave the wild a four on three erickson x scored in a three-on-one rush to beat connor hellebuck who has given up 14 goals in three losses to start the season. stop 38 on a rough night for both goalies. Cam Talbot made 25 saves for the Wild, none bigger than the denial of Logan Stanley on a two-on-one just before the Wilds' winner. So listen, I saw the furor on Twitter from the Jets fan base last night, Darren. Here's my take on the offside call. They're upset. They're mad about the Jets' penalty kill. They're mad about the offside. Kyle Connor, stay on side. Yeah. He was drifting at the blue line, floating, smarting up. It's like the person that gets upset. Oh, God, I got a parking ticket downtown. These parking attendants, they're like vultures. Well, had your meter expired? Yeah. Well, then what are you bitching about? That's my take. And I know I've had a couple of days of not the most popular uh, Winnipeg takes on sports. This is mine. Stay on side. Where are you on what what, uh, went down last night in mini? Cop will tell you, too, that
1: he should have been onside. It was his fault. And that's the biggest story, you know, moment of the game that you go back and dissect it. Look, they've already changed the rule on the offside a lot here. Now you don't have to have your skate on the ice. They're they're doing all of these things. And I know that he wasn't in the play and it was away from the play and it didn't affect the play. But it's still the rule. And they've made a lot of changes to try and make it a little bit better. It's still the rule. He's got to be onside.
0: You know, and so he knew it. He admitted it after the game. There's nobody else that you can be mad at but yourself. So I'm sorry. The Winnipeg Jets are 0-3, and it's little mental things. So uh, it was wild. And listen, I was flying here last night, and I was actually watching the Oiler game. Which we'll move on to a point two because that was pretty much equally as wild in terms of goals. The Oilers are on a three-game win streak to start the season after topping the Anaheim Ducks 6-5 at Rogers Place. Leon Draisaitl had a four-point night in putting up two goals and two helpers. Zach Cassian also scored twice. Connor McDavid and Evan Bouchard rounded out the scoring for Edmonton. I don't think you could even stop the stampeding stampede of Oiler Nation right now that they're going to the Stanley Cup. And as we said the other day, good for them, 3-0. However, there were some suspect goals again. Sam Steele scored twice for the Anaheim Ducks. I just want to point that out. The former captain of God's team, the Regina Pats. But the Ducks had the lead going into the third period, and I don't know where you stand, Darren, on these Oilers. Again, Jason Greger's coming up later on in hour one from TSN 1260 Edmonton to talk about it. If this is the 80s Oilers, great. I've spoken with Grant Fear about his lofty goals against average. He's in the Hall of Fame. And Grant said, was it five Stanley Cups? Who cares about goals against average? If the Oilers are going to win 8-7, or 6'5", and we're okay with that, then Mike Smith's your guy. Did you catch much of that game last night?
1: Yeah, I watched last night, you know, and, and Anaheim's a better team than, the, than most of the media gave them credit for. Um, I mean, you per- predicted them with to finish third in the division. Um, I think they have a real shot to be there. Um, Sam Steele was fun watching him play. But here's the thing about the Oilers and their high-flying offense. They can't be stopped. And when I wa- you can just hope to slow them down. When you watch them play, they're a really good hockey team. And here's the thing. Grant Fuhrer, Mike Smith, Miko Koskinen, whoever it's going to be, you've got to understand something. When you're playing high-flying offense like that, and you're going down and it's all about scoring goals, well, those shots that you're giving up, they're a lot more high-quality shots than the average goaltender when a team's playing better defense in front of them and winning games 3-2, two, 4 3-1, two, those type of games, right? When you're putting up six, seven, eight goals in a hockey game, You're spending all your time in the offensive zone. It's two-on-ones the other way. It's three-on-twos. It's quick, fast-break chances and high-chance scoring opportunities. So, you know, the difficulty of shot goes up a little bit, and you end up in those high-scoring games. But you know what? I think the Oilers are going to be okay. It is a concern, though, if Mike Smith is going to be out for any length of time.
0: Right, Mikko Koskinen finished the game, but I'm sure Mike Smith will be fine. The warm-up is brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Our annual fall promotion sale is on sale now with special pricing on hundreds of in-stock items. E. Cole Electric, let's get to work. Look them up. I'm sure there's one in your community. I might add, uh, again, although we reside in the Bermuda Triangle of the National Hockey League, We do look at all the other teams, and I'm going to get to that. Just a quick skim of what else went on on Tuesday night in the National Hockey League, and we'll get to the CFL in Block 2. But, God, it feels great to be in Alberta again, Moose. They said to say hi. Uh, This is where hockey's number one, as you know. And my phone was blowing up last night with hockey people that watch our show every day on Game Plus television out here because it's carried on the Telesoptic cable package. A lot of hockey scouts, a lot of... Coaches, fans, Lethbridge, Medicine Hat, Red Deer. They're all over the place watching. And as those scouts say, there's more than just seven teams, Rod, in the NHL. It's not just the seven Canadian teams, okay? So that's what we're going to get into here. Let's go to Buffalo. Yes. And you know Janice watching in Southern California. And she's ramming it down everybody's throats that her sabers are 3-0. and Jeff Skinner. And Tage Thompson scored 23 seconds apart in the third period. And the unbeaten Buffalo Sabres routed the Vancouver Canucks 5-2 Tuesday night. After finishing in last place for the fourth time in eight seasons, the Sabres are now 3-0 for the first time since 2008 and the fifth time in franchise history. In Washington, Evgeny Kuznetsov scored his first two goals of the season. Ovi added his 734th career NHL goal. That came into an empty net. Should it count? And Washington beat Colorado 6-3. Joe Pavelski and Alexander Radulov scored in a shootout, lifting Dallas past Pittsburgh 2-1. Rookie Dawson Mercer and Damon Severson scored first period goals and Jonathan Bernier made 27 saves, leading New Jersey to a 4-2 win over Seattle. The Devils won their second straight to start the season, and the Kraken are now 1-3-1 and on their five-game road trip ahead of their much-anticipated home opener against the Vancouver Canucks on Saturday night. Rookie Jonathan Deleen scored his first two goals in his second career game in the San Jose Sharks' blank Montreal 5 nothing. Habs fans, feel free to panic. Alexander Barkov scored the go-ahead goal, 340 into the third period, and the Florida Panthers won their third straight, 4-1 over Tampa in the first Battle of Alberta. And we're getting to the end here. It was a busy night, 11 games. Lucas Raymond made his first NHL goal, a big one for Detroit, breaking a scoreless tie at 638 of the third on the way to a 4-1 victory over Columbus. Matt Duchesne and Tanner Janot, pride of Oxbow Sask, Scored in the third period in Nashville's 2-1 win over Los Angeles. And Ilya Sorokin made 39 saves. And Oliver Wallstrom scored twice in the third period as the Islanders got their first win 4-1 over the Chicago Blackhawks and the Flower. So, Moose, busy night in the NHL. What's your takeaway from the other games?
1: Tough start for Chicago. Um, Battle of Florida. I think you said Alberta just by chance. Did I? Yeah, Sorry. Okay. No, no. I just figured some battle to of Florida doesn't out.
0: exactly battle of Florida doesn't roll off the tongue.
1: I'm no, but, it. but the boff t-shirts will be on the store soon. I'm sure. <laughs> right. um, but, right. but I want to go back to Buffalo because I, I think I'm just a year late in all of these things. You know, when you go back, I was really high on Buffalo, um, New York, the Rangers and Florida at the beginning of last season. I liked their roster. I actually do. I don't hate Buffalo's roster. Now. I don't think they're going to be a top team in the NHL this year, but It's culture. I think it's a culture problem. And maybe the culture is turning in Buffalo. You know, if they have sustained success, Mm. the opportunity is there. I think it's about culture. Do I think it's perfect? No, because it starts at the very, very top with ownership. And I don't think that situation's sorted out yet. But I don't know that it was a severe lack of talent issue. The only concern I have is can the goaltending hold up in in Buffalo? Because I think it's Craig Anderson and Dustin Tekarski are their two netminders. I don't know if that's a long-term recipe for success.
0: It's been a week. Like, do we really think that the Buffalo Sabres are Stanley Cup contenders here? I mean, no. I mean, who made the saves last night? Uh, Craig Anderson. I mean, this guy's got good NHL credentials. Jeff Skinner, all-star credentials. But I say, you know, good on the Buffalo Sabres. But I say this before we break. We got about a minute. I think this is more on their opponents. Arizona's bad. And Vancouver have been dreadful out of the gate.
1: We have to, you know, we'll have to see where they end up, right? I mean, you got to see what happens when they start playing Tampa Bay, Toronto, Boston, Edmonton, right? And they start playing these teams that are in the upper end of the NHL.
0: So we're only three points into the quick six. When we come back, to Calgary and the Sheridan-Eau Claire market suites. We'll talk about the huge news in the Canadian Football League and that is if you are an unvaccinated player in the CFL in these playoffs, you're not traveling, you're not playing and you're not being paid. Holy smokes, have they kicked a hornet's nest there. We'll preview this Triple header in the CFL on Saturday. And uh, baseball playoffs, too. We're just getting rolling. It's a Wednesday. It's the RP Show. Canada's daytime sports talk show continues after this on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.